I'm Amy. I'm Julie. And it's time to pucker up. So let's get into some general news. Uh, the playoffs have now started. They have. It's in the Western Conference. It's Winnipeg and St. Louis. The Sharks and Vegas. The Vegas Golden Knights. The Preds and Stars and the Avs and Flames. Correct. And in the East, it's Boston and Toronto. Tampa Bay and Columbus. Pittsburgh and the Islanders and the Caps and, and the Canes. Canes. So the Caps are playing the Canes in round one. Got off to, like, we didn't, like, really want the Caps to play the Canes in round one because we like the Hurricanes. We and do. you don't really want to play a team that you like in round one. We don't. So, you know, that's kind of weird. So that's all happening, and we'll get to that later because we've got some highlights. And we've got some lowlights. Mm. Boy, do we ever have some lowlights. Yeah, we do. Uh, the other general hockey news thing that has happened is the New Jersey Devils won the draft lottery. Or Taylor Hall won the draft Taylor lottery. Taylor Hall's a witch of some kind. He is. Do you feel like maybe, and maybe we'll talk about this a little bit later, what happened to Tampa Bay is the New Jersey Devils' revenge for last year? I mean, maybe. It's it's Nico Heischer's testicles' revenge. I mean, in that case, it's Michael Kempney's hamstrings' revenge, too. Yeah. For everybody, it's it's uh for everybody the Tampa Bay Lightning have injured this season and last by being dirty ass motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Speaking of dirty ass motherfuckers, what's the message, Gary? We have a we have a docket quite because it's playoff hockey and as you may know, refs kind of shove their whistles up their asses during the playoffs and um or as Steve Dangle says, put a dollar in the dangle jar, murder's legal in the playoffs. So uh, I will open this segment with an example of how things get called in the playoffs. So we're watching the Tampa Bay game. That was a Tampa Bay game, wasn't it? No, we're watching the Penguins game tonight. And Dumoulin cross-checks Matt Barzal eight times. I counted it. Cross-checked him eight times. A bunch of them while he was down on the ice. No whistle blown. Just keeps cross-checking him. Cross-checking forever. Cross-checking for days. So, of course, Barzal retaliates because he's been cross-checked for the last 30 seconds nonstop. And he eight swings times. his stick up. And it happens to catch Dumoulin mostly in the shoulder, a little bit in the face. Dumoulin sells it a little because that's what Dumoulin does. Apparently, he gets Emmy nominations for doing it, but that's a different story. Uh, Melanie made us a lovely graphic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Melanie, Melanie, who doesn't watch that much, much hockey, decided that was a dive and went with it. Also, if you hear crinkling and dog toys in the background, Melanie is throwing a toy watermelon at Koozie the dog. And Henry the dog is all cuddled up like a potato. The muffin he is. So the whistle gets blown for, you know, Dumoulin's dive, but not for any of the eight cross checks. And like, okay, maybe you're not going to call one or two cross checks. It's the playoffs. Okay. Maybe you want to set a limit. Maybe once you reach five cross checks, maybe you want to blow the whistle. Yeah. Maybe once it's like blatantly obvious. And I don't know, because I was in the car at the time and I heard about this when I got here. But my guess is that all of the referees in the stands were probably calling it quite well. There were quite a few referees in the stands. Yeah. That was Henry. That's Henry, too. There's some cross-checking going on in the living room right now. That's true. Henry definitely should be sent to the... To the penalty box. The penalty box. <laughs> so, a couple things in What's the Message, Gary. We would like to do a special episode where we talk about... <laughs> the NHLPA and their role in filing appeals appeals on behalf of players 
because based on this, I think a lot of people don't understand that the NHLPA has to file appeals on behalf of players. That's their job. Because that's Brian their job. I know. We want to have Brian on. We want to have him talk about it because he is a union rep. They work for the players. So they do what the players ask them to do. It's not... Or they do what is in the best interest of the player. The player right. may not have asked them to do it. They may just do it because that's their I job. I doubt in this particular case they were like, yeah, we'll do this because it's in the best interest of the player. Because I, I mean, don't think anybody really wants Slava Voinov back in the league. But the NHL seems very hesitant to put a blanket... You cannot come back. You are a terrible person. Well, and the reason being, and I think I tweeted this the other day, what solves that problem is a clause in the collective the, bargaining. Yeah, the, thank you. The CBA about spousal abuse. Because there's the no NHL, policy whatsoever. The NHL is the only major sport to not have a policy on spousal abuse. And Voinov was convicted. Voinov went to jail. And he was kicked out of the league. And now they're not wanting to make it a lifetime ban ostensibly because they don't want to set that precedent. So they're letting him, they're saying, okay, well, you're banned until 2021. And if you're good, maybe we'll reconsider then. So it seems like they're doing it on a year-by-year basis so they can continually say, well, we don't feel like you've met the standards. We're not going to let you come and play like without not- actually handing down a lifetime ban because they don't want to set a precedent of a lifetime ban. They're trying to be a parole board at the same time as they're trying to run a freaking professional sports organization. And they shouldn't. And unfortunately, that leaves it open for the NHLPA to appeal it. Mm -hmm. And for Voinov to ask them to appeal it on his behalf. So before we tar and feather the PA, we have to consider that he probably asked for that because he wants to come back and play in this league. Now, based on how that worked out for Ilya Kovalchuk, I don't know that he's worth having playing in the league. You know? Like, how good can he, is is he good enough that it's worth it? No. By the way, how old is he, do we know? I don't... Like, he can't be a spring chicken. He's 29 years old. There's no... Like, why? Like, that's not worth it. A 29-year-old forward? No, a defenseman. I mean, we got a 38-year-old, but he scores overtime game-winning goals of late, so... Mm. We'll forgive him. Scored more goals than Sidney Crosby. He has more points than Sidney Crosby. That's true. Sidney Crosby did get a point today, though. So, I mean, it's... Just they're trying. I I really think they're trying to avoid setting a precedent of indefinite suspension. But unfortunately, by allowing him to appeal it and allowing the possibility of it going to an independent arbitrator, they are leaving it open to him being allowed to come back into the league. At which point, it's going to fall to the clubs to re-sign him, and some club out there is going to do it. Probably the LA Kings or like the Ducks or somebody horrible. The Sharks. The Blackhawks. The Blackhawks. Yeah. It's a shitty situation all around. And, yeah, I think before we jump all over the NHLPA, let's take a look at the NHL itself. And yeah, because it's, it not, it's, it's not the PA. Yeah. Like, you can't come for the PA without first examining the NHL and why they don't have a policy for this. 
Yeah, when any every other major sports league does. So anyway, fuck Slava Voinov. Anyone signs him, they're definitely dead to us. Yes, even if it's the Capitals. Can't imagine Ted if, stand for that. If it's the Capitals, I'm a Dallas Stars fan. Yeah, then yeah. We'll go up the road and go to Flyers games. Jesus. I will buy. If it comes to that, a Nolan Patrick jersey. All right. I will wear orange. Whose will I get? I guess I'd have to. I, I'd have to True. get. True. Did you get a gritty double zero one? I would get a gritty double zero one. He's my favorite. Other big one is Nikita Kucherov getting game misconduct for boarding. Dude fucking boarded him. Like, there's no. Oh, yeah, no. You see this and you go, Jesus Christ. For some reason, that happens a lot in the playoffs. Mm hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of. <gasps> oh, my God. Like, yeah. And then a lot of. <gasps> Shit gets real And then very nothing quick. gets called. And you're like, hey, wait a second. Mm-hmm. So Kucherov boards somebody. I've already forgotten who it was now. I forgot who it was, too. And somebody on the it's Islanders. basically the same no. hit yeah. that Nazem Kadri got three games for in 2018 playoffs. He only gets one game where Kadri got three. It was a little less fast than the Kadri hit. Kucherov does have less of a history while also saying Kucherov has a history. And Kucherov is sort of a borderline player anyway. New Tavara. New Tavara. Kucherov's kind of a borderline player in that he's very, very dirty. And it's kind of... He knows how to be very, very right. dirty is what it is. He knows he knows how to be very, very dirty and... I want to... It's the same way... I don't want to say and get away with it, but... No, it's the same way that Crosby and Malkin are very, very dirty and they get away with it because of who they are. Mm-hmm. I don't like well, Crosby as much as Malkin because Crosby's not as big, so it's not the same kind of hit. No, he's... Crosby's dirty. not a hitter. Yeah, he's Crosby's like not going to lay a dirty, dirty hit. He's going to... He's, but he's going to spear you in the balls or break both of your wrists. Or slash your finger off. Yeah. Then, so he only gets one game, misses out on game three, Three comes back and doesn't really help any. <laughs> um, there were a couple of hits in game two in Washington. Game two in Washington? I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Um, Michael Furland, who can suck my dick anyway. That was anyway, game two. Because I fucking hate Michael Furland, and he knows why. Yes. Um, it has to do with the man who is... <laughs> posted in several places around this home. Did you see I stuck that one over there under the TV? Yes. That was the one that was in my pill bottle. Because <laughs> I didn't want to just leave it laying <laughs> So, Furland, and it's kind of, it was kind of a double whammy because someone high-sticked Dowd before Furland proceeded to hit him. And Furland got thrown out, and that is where it should have ended for Furland anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't really deserve supplemental discipline for it. Like, it was a bad hit, but like... It wasn't a... <gasps> it was, hit. but it was like, part of it was because Dowd was already going down. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was a matter of circumstance and not so much... Intent. Intent. Now, here's then. the thing that's already been established this season, which is, apparently, if you feel like chicken-winging Yevgeny Kuznetsov in the face or head or thereabouts, you can just do that. Yeah. You can do that. That's was it totally the chicken wing of choice for Malkin yep. last season? Yeah. Nope. That was this season. Oh, you're right. I thought it was during the playoffs. See, it was... Nope. And he got a concussion from it. Mm-hmm. No, the concussion was from a chicken wing in fucking Winnipeg. You're so this right. is this is Koozie's third chicken wing of the season. Maybe he should stop being a bird. Fuck out of my house. <laughs> 
You get up. We're done here. This podcast is over. This podcast is done. Amy's leaving. I'm sorry. Amy a- Amy is leaving. Melanie is now my co-host. <laughs> you should have seen the I face. Couldn't, I couldn't see it. Your face was good. <laughs> Mel- Melanie doesn't know enough about hockey to talk about this. Although she did ask when Stamkos came up on TV. She goes, why does he look like that? And we're like, that's just how Stamkos looks. So Doogie Hamilton, dude, it's not Doogie. I know it's not Doogie. It's Dougie. It's Doogie. Um, <laughs> As in Doogie. Doogie Hamilton, MD. Gives him too much credit. <laughs> Doogie Hamilton, MD, chicken wings, koozie, and gets nothing for it. No supplemental discipline. Nobody even fucking looks at it, and I'm so fucking irritated by it. They that. didn't even call it on the ice, did no! they? No! Ugh. Uh, the other one that didn't get any additional is- discipline and really, really should have is uh, Matthias Ekholm from The Predators. Delivered the same hit as the Kucherov hit, basically. Mm-hmm. Only he didn't have a stick. To Matthias Yanmark of the Dallas Stars. And I think the only reason it didn't get any supplemental discipline is because Yanmark came back. Yep. And that's the thing, like, we saw Steve today. I saw Steve. You heard Steve. If there are rules, we need to call the things that are against the rules. And not decide that they're against the rules because somebody got hurt or didn't. Right. And that's part of my issue with, with player safety anyway. And I was telling my uh and I was telling my coworkers about this, about my theory, because we were talking about how many games Nazem Kadri was gonna get. Because Nazem Kadri, who yes, took some cross checks and yes, took a knee on knee that was not intentional. Mm-hmm. Sometimes knee on knee happens in hockey. Because and nobody wants to do it because it's it doesn't tickle. There's 50 sets of knees out there on the ice. 50 sets? No. There's 50 knees out there on the ice. (laughs) Everybody's got four. (laughs) There's 50 knees out there on the ice, and the odds that some of them are going to run into each other at least once a game are pretty high. So, the neon knee with Kadri and DeBrusque was like, it was a fucking accident. And like, they're not my team, so I guess I'm objective about it, even though I'm fucking rooting for Boston. But like... (laughs) I'm going to tell Marcus you said that neither one of those were your team. They're not my teams. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll remind you that the next time I root for Toronto. Don't root for Toronto in my house. Okay. That Matthews jersey is staying in the drawer. But neither of them are your team. <laughs> I don't think I, think... I think... I think my Boston jersey's in the laundry. Actually, the Matthews one maybe too. I don't know. They're co-mingling. I can't say that they're both in the same dirty laundry basket. <laughs> There's a lot of dirty laundry up there. Laundry There's a laundry. lot of dirty laundry everywhere. So Kadri gets fed up with all the shenanigans. Like part of it involves a hit on Mar- Mar- not Maroon Marlo, the old guy on the yeah, Leafs. Yes, the old guy on the Leafs is Marlo. I can't. I got Pat Maroon on the brain. All right. Because he's chubby, but he gets the job done. Like DSP, who we miss a lot. So, there's a hit on Marlo, which is kind of... It's like a borderline-ish hit. You saw it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a great hit, but it's kind of like circumstance. Yeah. As a, a lot of hits... A, what they the call boards, a hockey play? As a lot of hits along the boards in hockey are. Mm-hmm. Some things look worse than they are, and some things are definitely a matter of circumstance. And Kadri and takes... Everything looks bad in real time. Oh, God, yeah. Kadri takes offense to it and cross-checks 
DeBrusque in the face right in front of a referee, which you can't fucking do. You can't do that. Like, it's... Like, if you cross-checked him in the face on accident, which, okay. Who cross-checked somebody in the face tonight? Barzell. Barzell swung around and swung his stick up and high-sticked Dumoulin in the face. They called it. And they called it. But what was the intent there? Yeah, his intent was to swing his stick up after he got cross-checked eight times. Mm -hmm. But his intent wasn't to catch Dumoulin in the face, necessarily. I mean... I mean, he may have hoped for it, but he didn't whip it around and just whack in the face so i mean you can't like can't just you can't just do it for the sake of doing it yeah and then and that's the difference between being dirty and getting away with it and just being dirty like the dumb dirty ones do shit for the sake of doing shit and they're the ones that usually get caught more often yeah i mean and kadri unfortunately has a very long history of being dumb and dirty being dumb and dirty and so when Kadri whips around and just flat out cross checks someone in the face and it doesn't look there's no doubt that that was his intent right like he cross checked the guy in the face and that is what he meant to do like and so now he is suspended for the rest of round one so he will not be on the ice against Boston at all which could be three more games it or could be five more games. Anywhere from three to five games. Speaking of setting precedent. No, it's two to four games now. Because oh, you're right. Yes, because he was out for that one game last night. But it could set an interesting precedent in that it is a range of games for which he's been suspended. They didn't come down with a hammer and say, the next X games that are available to you. Right. Because they know that it's possible for Toronto to move on. They just don't want him on the ice with DeBrusque. Mm. Which is fair. It is fair. I just think it's interesting that there is now a precedent for a range of games. Yeah. And, and, but I feel like a range of games could only potentially apply Be a playoff playoffs. series, yeah. Then Joe Thornton. Did you see this hit? Because I, or this incident? Because I didn't. I did not either. Um, Joe Thornton got suspended for a game for cross-checking someone in the face as well, I believe. Yes. But I didn't see it, so I don't... I'm assuming he probably deserved it just as much as Kadri did. I mean, Joe Thornton is a big guy, and he does a lot, but he doesn't get in this kind of trouble very often. Okay, so it's not that it was an illegal check to the head. Alright, sorry. It's not that it was a cross-check to the face. It's just straight up an illegal check to the head. And honestly, if I were Department of Player Safety, it would have been more than one game. Yeah. That's some of the... That was nasty. Is it because he's Joe Thornton that he didn't get more than one game? Well, they're looking at past performance. And like I said, that kind of shit doesn't happen with Joe very often. No. At all. If that were Tom Wilson... He wouldn't play for the rest of the year. He wouldn't play in the league anymore. They would throw him out of the league for that, Jack. That's so fucking dirty. I know we love to play this game. If that were Tom Wilson. Yeah, if that were Tom Wilson. If that were Tom Wilson, he'd be in front of a firing squad. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Holy shit. I don't think Nosek was injured. No. No. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a concussion. I don't know if Nosek was injured or not. If Um, he, if he, I don't know how he wasn't. That's crazy. I, wow. Now I wish I hadn't seen that. So, I mean, if that gets one hit, if that gets one game... And what Kucherov did, which was way less horrible than that. I mean, it was was horrible, but it was way less horrible than that. And Kucherov, frankly, has a worse history than Thornton does. What's the message, Gary? What the fuck is the message, Gary? Low lights. Mm. (laughs) 
um, Julie and I playoff officiating oh, as usual. So let's yeah. just blanket mention that, and then we'll talk about how Julie and I went to Raleigh. Amy and I drove down to Raleigh Sunday and went to the game. Um, in, in a Caps Canes game on Monday. Raleigh is a beautiful city, and Canes fans are wonderful people for the most part. However, those are the positive things I have to say about our trip. The Washington Capitals did not make it to Raleigh on Monday night. No, to they play did hockey. not. I don't know who played, but it wasn't Washington. No. Terrible. Like you, I, you haven't lived. You haven't seen terrible hockey until you've seen Christian Juice turn the puck over five feet from your face, and uh, the. Carolina Hurricanes score immediately off of it. Mm-hmm. So I do want to say I have been advocating since they've started talking about how Juice is only playing like five minutes a night. If they're afraid to play him, put Siegenthaler in. Put if, somebody else if in. If you are not willing to trust Siegenthaler because he's a rookie, call someone up. You cannot play Juice on Thursday night. No, I I think there will be riots. I personally, I love Christian Juice. He's He's very sweet. I love him. I don't want to see him in the game Thursday night. Well, and I said to you yesterday or the day before about how it seems as though, in a way similar to Marcus Johansson, but not the same, that he is playing like he's afraid he's going to get injured again. He's playing tentatively. Far too tentatively for for it to be playoff hockey. Yeah. I mean, for this series, but for you're right, for playoff hockey in general. We've talked about before how since the 2017-18 season, if you watch Marcus Johansson play, he won't go into board battles, like, strong on the puck. because, And I think it's because he's afraid he's going to get boarded or he'll lose an edge and go down like he did in Vancouver and be concussed again. Yeah, they're gun shy, and, and it, they have I a mean, right to be. And that's fine, but it's he's got to get over it because. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and Juice had, I mean, Juice had a very traumatic injury. Yeah. To get over, and frankly, I'm surprised he came back as soon as he did. But if he is not mentally ready to fucking sacrifice the body, get off the ice. Because mm. I mean, Tampa. I mean, not Tampa. Fuck, Tampa Bay was gonna do it too. The Carolina Hurricanes can be aggressive, and they got some big boys. Well, Weems likes to throw himself around. So when you too. get out there, and Justin Williams is fucking coming at you, and you're 160 pounds, like Christian Juice is, yes. you're going to get fucking crushed. And that's part of the reason I've been advocating for them to put Siegenthaler out there, because he's not going to get crushed. He is big handsome. I mean, and if, if it, I mean, part of it is that they don't trust Juice because he's young, which is stupid because he played in the Stanley Cup playoffs last year. Right. But um, I know, I mean, if they if they don't trust use and they don't want to put Siegenthaler in, call someone up. Do something. Bring I don't know. the mess. Call oh, fuck not Ness the mess. I mean, there's, no he, else down, not, there's no one else down there. I was going to say, is he or is he not the best alternate choice? I mean. Yeah, there's there are no vets down there. Ness is the only one with more. I don't know that Ness has more in NHL games. Then Tegan Dollar at this point. No. That's the thing to look up. I'm not going to do it right now. The other mega low light from that game is... Um, the fight. The fight. All anyone wants to fucking talk about is this fight. Even Melanie didn't have the game on and her little brother texts her and says, Ovi just knocked a dude out. 
That's because the fucking UFC picked up on it and ran with yeah, it. Yeah, the, the UFC and fucking Conor McGregor literally retweeted Ian from Russian Machine. Mm-mm-mm. Like, Ian went fully viral. And I got a text tonight from Danielle. How come you didn't tell me there was a fight? Because we didn't like it. Because right. we were sitting there, like, with our faces, like, our hands our... over our mouths, like, oh, girl, no. Mm-hmm. Because it's not fun to see that kind of fight. Yeah. I want, if I'm seeing a hockey fight, I want it to be two dudes wailing on each other and then still yelling at each other from the penalty box. That's the only kind of hockey fight I want to see. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see a fight where someone gets knocked the fuck out and can't get up off the ice. Yeah. I didn't enjoy Jamie Alexiak getting knocked back to Dallas. No. Even though I keep making that joke because that's fucking funny. <laughs> and um, I didn't enjoy last night. And there's become this whole weird narrative out of Carolina that O.V. picked No, that narrative did not even come out of Carolina. That's what sucks. That came from Pittsburgh. That came out of Pittsburgh. Well, O.V. picked the fight because, like, O.V. hasn't fought in, like, ten years. And all of a sudden he's going to fight some 19-year-old kid. But Svechnikov asked. And Svechnikov threw the first punch. So just like Pittsburgh's narrative about the Alexiak fight, where Alexiak didn't get his gloves off, even though Alexiak threw the first punch, like, what are we doing? And Brenda Moore's mad because he's like, oh, he shouldn't have done it, blah, 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 whatever. But Sveshnikov asked to go. Mm-hmm. Did you see? So Svech has an older brother who's in the Red Wings system. I didn't realize that's where he was, but yeah. I found, because I found a lot more information later. And the older brother that's in the Red Wings system is not very smart, apparently. Just like his little brother. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, number two out in Carolina. He posts on Instagram, which is now deleted, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. The NHL is now looking into this. I did Because see he's, like, legit getting in trouble for this. And somebody posted on Twitter, like, he doesn't even play for Carolina. I don't know why you're looking into this. I'm sorry. I'd like to live in a world where if a professional sports player of any type gets a public threat, that their league would look into it. I I don't care who it's from. I don't care if it's from Joe Blow down the fucking street. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's a step in the right direction, I guess, that they're looking into this fucking AHL player threatening... Alex fucking Ovechkin. Yeah, not like he's going to make good on it, but yes. Well, it should be taken I, seriously. I, I, you know the joke that I made about it was he he's going to kill him in his sleep because he clearly can't do it when he's awake. That's right. People, don't make Freddy Krueger jokes because I know that I have made this work for this child, but I know that he definitely did not come to it with that intent. His name isn't Freddy, is it? No, it's Eugene. Oh, for fuck's sake. He's a Eugene. He's the Evgeny. Oh, God. All right. Unless they call him Freddy out there in Russia. I don't think they do. They might in Detroit. We gonna now. (laughs) If he ever makes the show. I mean. So, that was a dumb fucking thing that happened. And Ovi, because Ovi's a good person, is like, um. The first thing he said was, I hope he's okay. Yeah. Which not a lot of other... People who fight other hockey people say first. Yeah, Ryan Reeves goes and makes t-shirts how proud he is about, mm-hmm. and talks about lions in the jungle, even though that's totally not where lions live. Mm. But yeah, let's move on to some highlights because, wow. Yeah. The Pens are no longer in the playoffs. Woo! They were swept 
With a broom. Wielded by the islanders. Correct. Um, and now... Uh-oh. For the greatest thing to happen in the 2019 playoffs, the Tampa Bay Lightning were swept! Woohoo! Columbus fucking Blue Jackets. What does every good witch need? A broom! I'm so excited about this. Although I really enjoy calling Vasilevsky a witch and screaming, A witch! At a hockey game. I mean, we're we're not going to stop. No. We just can't do it anymore for a while. Oh no, we have to wait until October to call Vasilevsky a witch again. I mean... I mean, we didn't play them until... It was fun in the Eastern Conference Final. I did see a statistic that the last time Tampa Bay won a playoff hockey game was May 18th or something like that. Oh, that's right. May yeah, something that's about right. 2018. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's funny. I love to be a Boy, terrorist. all those Lightning fans, man. I can't, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm sure there are lots of burning jerseys in Tampa right now. All right, but I, I don't want to talk about burning jerseys in Tampa. I want to talk about the meltdown. The fucking meltdown you know Pittsburgh's having. Oh, Jesus. Break it all down. I, I, not that I've seen it. It's a rebuilding year! That's right. Break it all down. Trade Malkin. Oh, yeah. Trade Phil. Yes. We Can need we a... Phil? Sure. I'm cool with that. You're fine. Phil, Phil would not get along in D.C. That would not work here. No, you're right. But it, it was a fun thought. He's a bitch. He's not getting along in D.C. His personality would not mesh down here. No, he's not. He's, he's stupid, not silly. I think he could be silly, but I just think he's, like, very, like, he strikes me as very, like, not, not like the way Sidney Crosby is, where you know he's never had fun in his life, but, like, and everything is very serious all the time, but Phil strikes me as very, like, he wouldn't be able to, like, he needs structure, have, like, stupid, like, we're not playing singing along with the electronic sax. Exactly. He's 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 a different kind of silly. I can't put my finger on the kind of silly, but he's not Cap's kind of silly. No. Although, maybe I'm wrong, because he really, like, I do think about that video where Ryan Reeves nearly gave him a heart attack. Oh, yeah. Remember when Reeves was briefly a penguin, yes. and he scared the balls off of Phil Kessel? Yes, and his little giggle. <laughs> he had he, Melanie have you seen that video he had like Reeves hidden Phil Kessel's hotel room and had like a mask on and jumped out when Phil came in the room and Phil nearly shat himself and then laughed a lot and he he like um, he almost died it was hysterical it was a very nervous wait is this giggle. old it's like a couple years from, it was from last season oh really yeah Reeves no. got Reeves got traded to the Knights at the deadline oh all right. It's from like Halloween last season. Mm. It seems like longer ago than that, but it, it was not. Reeves had Reeves was a St. Louis Blue the year before. She became a Penguin in the off season. Got traded to the Knights at the end of the season. We had a great time in Carolina. We did. In spite of like we ended up sitting in the bar watching the Stars game, talking to some Carolina fans. And listening to the anthem singer from the Carolina Hurricanes yell, Zook! The anthem singer from the Carolina Hurricanes was in the bar behind us. He's like, Zook! Just, uh, just yelling in the bar after Zuccarello scored last night. It was amazing. I was like, yes, I love these people. These are my people! <laughs> but also, hysterically, at one point, Eminem's Lose Yourself came on. And you know how at the beginning, he's like, if you had one chance, 
one opportunity and I just there's just this one girl like okay this is a bunch of white people singing along with Eminem in a bar cause that's Carolina but there's I just this one female lone female voice across the bar one opportunity <laughs> and then of course I'm sitting there and he goes Mom spaghetti, and so the rest of ever the end of every stanza is just mom spaghetti. And she's sitting in the booth going mom spaghetti, mom spaghetti, and Amy's mom like spaghetti. fucking done because you've never seen that video. <laughs> we gotta find the mom spaghetti video. <laughs> Shut the whole thing down. Hold on. Oh um, God. So we, I, I wasn't even that drunk. I only had like three beers, and they were all Budweisers. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, we had uh, we had some fun times with Kane's fans in the bar because we were sitting around, um, and Amy had ordered this um, s'mores thing, and so that's what started the conversation was Amy has this tiny fire sitting on our table where we're roasting marshmallows, and this guy is like, "Where'd you get that? <laughs> where do you think we're sitting in the bar? We didn't bring in our own little mini grill. We could have. I mean, we probably could have." We could have gotten away with anything in that bar. Pretty much. The um, waitress was super nice. She really was, because we kept saying, okay, if you need us to fuck off out of here, we totally will, because we were just sitting there watching the End of the Stars game. It was like 12 o'clock. She's like, no, you guys are fine, because I still have another table open. Amy is now rooting for the Avalanche. I mean, personally. I'm not not rooting for the Avalanche, but, like, I don't have it in my heart to, like, really get in the Avalanche. But Grubauer. <laughs> we did yell at Grubauer yesterday in the bar. We did. We love him. Turned on because in the second intermission they had the um they flip like it didn't like like because you know how the intermissions like flip over whatever other games. Mm. So they were showing um the shorthanded Avalanche goal and then the Calgary goal that came right after it. And we're like Grubauer. No! But yes, I will root for the Grubazants. The Grubazants. <laughs> I'm rooting for Groovy to take uh, starting goalie away. That's right. That is what the Groobazans is. Local domestic abuser, Semyon Varlamov. Correct. Because apparently people in Colorado didn't realize that he was actually a good goaltender until now. And maybe they will keep that in mind for the beginning of the next regular season. Olympic rules in this shootout, boys. Order of shooters is me, 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 and then me again. I'm fucking TJ Yoshi. Highlights. Dude, Ovi and his thighs were all over the place this last week or so. So, um... He showed up on the NBC our, Sports... Our NBC Sports broadcast from the rink the first day of, like, uh, playoff, playoff practice, season. Playoff media day, it was called. They roll up and Ovi's like, here's It was playoff Zooks day, man. Here's the whole thing. They're shiny and clean, and here they are. <laughs> I sent that picture to my mother. Oh my god, please tell me what Pam said. Looks like he has muscles on his knees. You know what? <laughs> he probably fucking does. <laughs> That's what I said. He probably does. I love you, Pam. <laughs> Sorry you don't like to listen to us because I swear too much. Yeah, she thinks we both swear too but much. But in fairness, I've now heard the To the Window, To the Wall song at two separate hockey games in two separate days, back to back. So I feel like... If they're playing a song that's chorus goes, ah, skeet, 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 I can swear at a hockey game. I mean, it also has a line that says, till the sweat drops off my balls. Drips down. Whatever. And I want you to know that they turned the sound down so the crowd could yell that in Columbus. Hey, nice. 
They didn't do that in Carolina. Mm-mm. But I did look at Amy because Amy um, encountered a gentleman on the train who was singing that. I do remember that. Oh my god, I do remember that. Please tell the story for the pod. I, 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 and also I vaguely remember the exact events of the story. But basically, we were coming back from a game. Coming back. I was not with you. Oh, then I was coming back. This predates me. But yes, there was there was a gentleman on the red line, and all he could do for my entire ride from, and he got off before I did. But probably at least from Gallery Place to Silver Spring, at least. To the window! To the wall! Till the sweat drops off my balls! And and, and then that was it. And it was, till the sweat drips down my balls. Till the sweat drips down my balls. Till the sweat. He just didn't know any of the other words. But he was telling me about all the sweat dripping down his balls. And everybody else in the car, too. And then he'd start over again. To the window! Did somebody not yell the skeets? Oh yes, and somebody from the other end of your thank you from the other end of the train went, "Oh, skeet skeet, motherfucker!" Because <laughs> then that is why I wanted her to tell the story. Because <laughs> I knew the skeet skeet part. Um, because them's the real world words. They just put all the skeets in there for skeet skeet family skeet skeet presentations. Skeet. I guess. Yes, because skeet skeet is family friendly. Motherfucker isn't, apparently. When choosing, by the way, whilst I was telling that story, um, Julie got very enraptured by a headline photo <clears throat> on Russian Machine of Sidney Crosby. Golfing! Golfing. Golfing! The title is Sorry Penguin. I almost wore my Sorry Penguin shirt tonight, but then I realized that it might have been a jinx. Ooh, that would have been jinxy. Oh my fucking God, Vegas is already up to over... Martin Jones is a bad fucking goalie. He really, really is. Oh, Melanie just legit sneaked off to go to bed. She really did. I've still got a Henry next to me, though. Not for long. Here's her creaking ass. Um, our other thigh lights, it's literally about thighs, but also, like, okay, Alex Galchenyuk's got a hell of a body. He really does. However, I don't feel like I would ride a horse, like, would be on horseback in a pair of shorts. Now, do I appreciate Alex Galchenyuk riding the horse in shorts? Yes. Sure. Would I do it having ridden a horse before? No. Now, it having been a very long time. That changed. At least a good 30-some years since I've been on a horse. Oh my god, I've been on a horse so much more recently than you. I'm from Oklahoma. You are. (laughs) Would it be, and this might be a dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyway, would it be dependent upon what type of saddle situation... You had that could probably depends on how long your legs are, mm. because or how long your shorts are. I well, it, truly, I feel like it really like the saddle would hit like right here, no matter fucking what. Mm. It kind of changes even when you're wearing pants. I mean, anyway, no, because it was some good thigh lights. So it was. Um, if you want to look that up, that was shorts on a horse on Instagram, and he's wearing shorts on a horse. So we are. Uh, Back in uh, back on our bullshit with oh. a resurgence of an old segment that died and is now resurrected, like a White Walker from Game of Thrones. Brian S, why are the devils bad? So they did it, says Brian. Despite not actively tanking, the devils managed to be just bad enough to snatch a number one pick in the draft. The hockey gods must have really felt bad for Taylor Hall. 
Now, the question is, will they screw it up? I hope that they're not going to overthink this, but what are the odds the Devils pass on Hughes and draft the kid with the best name in the draft, Capo Caco? That is ridic ridiculously fun to say. He's got a couple of other things, but I want to address this first. I don't think that they'll go with Capo Caco. I really don't. And Jack Hughes! I want the French guy. Jack Hughes. <laughs> the thing about it is there's been a lot of articles lately on their scouting, but Jack Hughes also trains with Taylor Hall in the offseason. Oh, no brainer then. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jack Hughes and Taylor Hall already know each other. So it's More very... More to believe that Taylor Hall is a witch, by Taylor the way. Hall is definitely a witch. The next part of this question is they also have nine picks, including six in the first three rounds. Do they make a trade and grab an established goalie, looking at you, Bob, or is it time to hand the reins to Blackwood? Either way, it should be a fun bounce-back season for the team from Newark. Thanks for taking my call. I'll hang up and listen to your answer. Yeah, you will. Here's the thing. They can't get rid of Corey. Correct. Is there any kind of, like, can they, are they out of compliance buyouts? Can they buy him out in any way, shape, or form? I don't know. That might be worth researching. I don't, I, I don't think, I don't think they would go for Bob. No, well, Bob and Bread Boy are going to Florida, period. They're going to, they're going to play for Q. Oh, I bet that's going to be a big selling point for Panarin. Mm-hmm. Because and they both now have the same agent. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know about Bob, but I know... Because Panarin played for Q in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Because remember, Panarin came to CBJ from Chicago. That's right. He sure did. Yeah, so that... Yeah, Panarin and Bob are, are pretty much a pair, I think. And I don't think Columbus is going to have enough money to keep them around. Not with all those other pieces they picked up. Mm -hmm. And they have no picks. That's right. They they sold the farm. Is um, Columbus gonna have to ride Keith? Yes. Keith. Who's their other guy? Corpusalo. Corpus. You Eunice. Corpusalo. Eunice. It's two O's. Is it? Yeah. Oh. And uh, Keith Kincaid. You figured it out now. She's been gone for like ten minutes, bro. That would be the double K tandem of Corpusalo and Kincaid. Um, I don't, like, they can't get rid of Schneider because no one's going to take that. So maybe they could buy him out, but I doubt it. I think they're putting all their eggs in the, the Kenzie Blackwood basket. Yeah, unless they can, unless somebody's dumb enough to pick up Corey Schneider. I mean, even if they do, I mean, they have a goalie in the pipeline in Akira Schmidt. But I don't, I don't, I think that'll be, they'll start working on that. Now, To come I guess up following Blackwood. The other question is, which I'm going to kind of research while we chat, is how front-loaded is Corey's contract? Like, how much would they actually be paying him to go play in the A at this point? Which might be another he option for him. He would totally clear waivers. Nobody takes that. Yeah. Nobody takes that. They currently have 14, almost 14 and a half million in cap space. Yeah, because they have no players. They got rid of anyone who needed to be re-signed except for Taylor Hall. Mm. Corey Schneider's contract. He's got four years left. So, wow. What? Is it they, They'd be paying him six. Six million? Yep. They'd actually be paying him his cap hit. Not worth it. They gotta get, they gotta do something about him. They gotta do something. That's amazing. 
Yeah, there's no, there's nothing about his contract that is front loaded at all. I would think on a contract that big, they'd want to front load it on a guy that age. That's just a dumbass contract. All oh no, around. it's a fucking terrible contract. There's nothing good about Corey Schneider's contract. Wow. Even if he were playing halfway decently, I think it would still be a bad contract. This has been Brian asks, "Why are the Devils bad?" We'll see next year. It's still going to be their goaltender. <laughs> so our listener questions, we've got one from Elizabeth Ann, which is, what cat needs which face mask? Oh, yes. Filling, brightening, soothing, clarifying, firming, detoxifying. I have a, I have a question. Yes. Is the filling face mask good for um, beard growth? <laughs> is that the one you want to put on uh, <laughs> Nick Backstrom? <laughs> or Andre Burkowski? <laughs> Jacob Verona? Speaking of Jacob Vrana, he was very clean shaven before one of the games, and just his face looked smooth as a baby's ass. And I was like, okay, you're a child. Mm-hmm. I my first thought when I read this question was, which is the one that's age defying? Because that's the one I want to put on Brett Connolly. Yes. <laughs> which is the one that's supposed to make you look younger? I mean, probably the filling one. I don't know what that means. Like it fills in lines and 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 crow's feet and things like that. Does it? I mean, I think that's the one I want. I'm gonna put. You're on. the one who knows more about this the shit than I do. Butt crack in the middle of my forehead. Um, <laughs> I want to put a soothing one on Braden Holtby. No, he's pretty zen soothing. to begin with. He does not need to be soothed. He does. He needs to be soothed. Put a detoxifying one on Christian Juice because I'm real mad at him right now. I don't think he needs to be detoxified. Yes, he does, in more ways than one. I mean, he needs to be uncursed, but that's not detoxified. I'll say the filling one is is for my Andre. The Filling because you're going with it fills in the beard. Yes, yes. It has to fill in the beard. So Andre, Nick Backstrom, probably Carl Hagelin, John Carlson, TJ Oshie. The, what was the next one? Brightening. That's for Andre. That's perfect. Yes. No, I think the filling... Who has the skinny Brooks Orbit gets the filling one? Why? Because he's probably got the most wrinkles. Leave him alone. Um, Leave our game-winning goal scorer alone. See, I think the detoxifying one might have to go to Tommy. You think? Um, I think the soothing one should go to Baby V. Because... He always has a look on his face that looks like he's going to puke or cry. He needs to be sued like a small baby who looks like they're going to puke or cry. Wrap him up in a blanket, hold him close. That's right. Unless one of those is a swaddling face mask, I think that's the one closest (laughs) that it comes. Lavender and and Camden. (laughs) What are, is that it? Is that all the list? Are there any more? Um, Clarifying. Firming and detoxing. Well, detox goes to Tommy, I already said. Clarifying and firming? See, we could make the same Andre joke with clarifying. <laughs> A lot of, no, all of these are Andre jokes. Okay? <laughs> um, the only hockey player I've known to actually do No, that. clarifying goes to fucking Dima so that he'll figure out which way the puck goes when he's got his stick on it. He could also it doesn't go to the other team. Get a filling one. Mm-hmm. He's got a better mustache than he does a beard. Neither one of them are all that great, though. I was going to say, there are definitely people on that team growing a better goatee than Dean. Mm, um, at about and 10 years younger. 
Oh my god, firming. I was not 10 years younger, please. Hurt my own self. Firming. Do obese thighs mean firming? Can no. Can get a mask for thighs? And Is that no. what he's done? I mean, maybe that's why there are muscles on his knees. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's see. Firming. There's got to be a good one here for that. Hmm. I should have told you this yesterday so you could have really like thought it through. <laughs> I mean, I glanced at it in the car on the way home today, but I didn't think about it all that much. You could have been using your passenger time more productively. I could have. Yes, Dad. I mean, firming might be the one for the age-defying for Connolly. If you just age-defying? Youth, 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 like, I guarantee you if I walked upstairs and got my basket of face masks, I would find one that said, makes you look younger, or some phrase that conveys that more succinctly. I guess the real question is, <laughs> does Lauren Oshi sell these masks? And <laughs> can we get them to the boys? Yeah, see, firming... I would pay good money to watch hockey play. Actually, I have seen hockey players in face masks. It was Kevin Fiala. Oh my. And it's fu- it is just as adorable as you think it is. Was he scared? No. Okay. He's a primped little princess. Please, perish the thought that Kevin Fiala didn't love doing a face mask. Well, and so would PK. I'm sure PK I bet does. PK's done it. Um, PK PK looks like. He's can we give the firming one to Tyler? Well moisturized. No, I feel like Tyler's pretty firm all the time. Well then, Jamie. Jamie needs a. <laughs> Moo. Moo. Um, from Lindsay, does hockey cease to exist if the pens and the bolts are eliminated? No, it does not. It becomes much more fun. I don't know. We did turn the TV off. Do you think there's still hockey? I think there may be. Did we vanish? <laughs> Did we crumble to dust? If a penguin Avengers falls, style. If a penguin falls in the PPG Paints Arena, does hockey still exist? Yes, it does. From Lindsay, which this was asked on Sunday, so uh, are you willing to give up a win to the Canes if it means you get to see the storm surge? We did and we didn't. Yeah, there was no storm surge. And we told the guys that we were chatting with that were behind us, like, look, we're fine with the Canes winning if we get to see a storm surge. And we were incensed that they we did not. Were, we have been robbed on top of having been like, mugged. insult to injury. Not only did we play like shit, but the Carolina Hurricanes did not storm surge. Boo. Uh, However, yeah. they did trick me out. By playing like the skull clap audio. Oh no, Amy stopped as on the we stairs. Walked and out. I was like, no, because they were playing their um their hype video. Oh well, we do that before. Right. They probably did, and we weren't in there. But we were. Mm-mm, we missed warm ups. No, we didn't. I have pictures from warm ups. I was drunk. Okay. From Lindsay, uh, your genuine interpretation of the finished non-game winning goal from the IAHF. I we were driving. We didn't see it. Um, the thing is, if what I saw was the accurate photo of what they called the goalie interference, uh, the goalie was outside the paint and that's not goalie interference. Yeah. So if that is what it was and she and Nora was outside of the paint when she was quote unquote interfered with, then it wasn't. Or it was no because it would have been uh, the American girl. I don't know the girl's name. I don't know the American girl's name. I only know the Finnish goalie's name. 
I don't Nora Ratu is her name. Mm. She's cool. Um, if if she was outside the paint, and that is in fact what it was, then no, it wasn't goalie interference. But I didn't see it. But I do agree that there shouldn't be a shootout to decide a gold medal game. No. Even though we have benefited from that as the United States in the past. True. Also from Lindsay, what's your your take on the impact of Kadri's hit on DeBrusque? It's been like nothing I've seen for a while. Accusations of racism, accusations of the Bruins not being equally disciplined for dirty play, etc. We, I don't know if Amy was, I was not watching the Bruins game. I was not either. Mm -hmm. I was watching, watching Stars game. So we, we didn't see the bulk of like what led up to this. And even when the Stars game was over because it started earlier, we turned off that game and went to bed. Because my household is rooting for the Bruins. So once the Bruins were down pretty far, I had told Melanie, I was like, I don't fucking want to watch this game. I was also pissed that JoJo wasn't playing. Mm. So um, I Yeah, because I left when the Stars game was over, and then I went home and didn't watch. I did something else. Yeah, we went to bed. So I know, like, I don't think that the Bruins were not disciplined for dirty play. I don't think that it was unequally disciplined. I think it was just shittily officiated playoff hockey, which is normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who the refs were for that game. Find out. I did see where this comment about accusations of racism came from, which is Russian Machine made a post about the Kadri hit and then someone said well if Kadri was white like Tom Wilson you wouldn't be you would be defending him and not getting all up in arms or some bullshit like that and like that ain't it chief first of all I don't if Tom Wilson had done what Kadri did I would be fucking livid because I'm over Tom Wilson doing stupid shit as a liability to our team and I feel like a lot of Toronto Maple Leafs fans need to get to that point with Kadri. You, I mean, and here's my dollar for the dangle jar. Steve um, Dangle on his LFR from that game was talking about whether or not Kadri should be re-signed because, yeah, he's great in the regular season, but he's a loose cannon and you don't know whether he's going to be there in the postseason because he's because you don't know whether or not he's going to get himself suspended. And I have felt that way about Tom Wilson in the past. And it's absolutely not about Kadri being brown. That's such a bizarre accusation. I did see some slurs thrown. Mm. So this is the game that Kadri got the misconduct in was refed by Trevor Hansen, Kendrick Nicholson, and Brad Meyer, who's probably the the backup. Oh, girl. Brad Meyer, dude. Trevor Hansen's also pretty bad ref. Like, it, here's the thing about hockey refs. You don't know a hockey ref's name Unless until they're a bad referee. Unless he's Wes McCauley. Unless, yeah, Wes McCauley is a good, like, be, well, Wes McCauley we know because of his theatrics. Mm-hmm. But typically, we, like, there are refs where, like, they put their names up before every game. And you don't know their names unless they're someone like Tim Peel or Brad Meyer or Kelly. Because we had Brad Meyer last night. Oh, did we? Yeah. 
Or Trevor Hansen's not good. Uh, Kelly Sutherland, Tim Peel, those guys. We know they're not good refs. They're not good refs in the regular season. Like a fucking Tim Peel ref game is a shit show. Imagine a Tim Peel ref game in the playoffs. Mm. Like, it's not a matter of, oh, this team is more dirty and the refs are not calling it. The refs are fucking bad at their jobs, dude. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure that some people are racist, but I don't think Kadri's punishment has anything to do with him being brown, brown, any, like, it has to do with him being a psycho on the ice and not to do with him being brown. Like, I saw what he did. Mm Mm-hmm. And if someone else had done it, they would have also been ejected from the game. So, I mean, I don't know how much else I can say about Nazem Kadri. Uh, like, watch Steve Dangle's video about it because he covers pretty well what the issue... I mean, and from a Leafs fan's point of view, what the issue with Kadri is. Because, yeah, the Boston Boston was dirty. Mm-hmm. But the Leafs were also dirty. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't tar one team with that brush and not tar your own team because you know your own team was just as dirty. Well, not only that, but... I. You know, to the point about how we all love Tom Wilson so much, blah, 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 blah. Look, when Tom did some stupid shit that put his team and their chances of winning in jeopardy, because he is, or has proven himself to be, a much better player than he's been in recent years, and a pretty vital member of the team, not just a fourth-line goon, Ryan Reeves, and, um... Part-time goon. I mean... That's true, too. When a player does something like that, it doesn't just hurt the person that he's done it to. It hurts his team. It hurts his team's chances for winning and being successful overall. There's a huge part of the Capitals fandom that felt that way when Tom Wilson took out Zach Aston Reese and when Tom Wilson made a stupid, shitty play... In a preseason game, at the beginning of this season, yeah, the game again. You can go back to the to the podcast that we've done from the beginning of this season. Mm-hmm. And you can listen to us talk about how much we don't like Tom Wilson when he plays like that because we don't. Unfortunately, there is a vocal, I think, minority of Caps fans who support Tom Wilson playing dirty, but most of us don't. Because that's a liability to our team, and we know it. And I think part of Steve's point was there is a risk and reward situation that is very similar going on with Nazem Kadri. Yeah. And it's to the point now where is he still going to be a Leaf? Yeah. When all this is. Done? I mean, and it's Naz is an elite player. He's a good hockey player, so he doesn't have to play like that. But he likes to. But he, yeah. Well. And if he gets to the point where the switch flips... The Tom Wilson switch? Well... The message Gary switch? The... the Where Gary says the red, he, he, the, needs, he thinks he's getting the... Oh, the red mist switch. The red mist. Because that's... I mean, I'm talking about Naz specifically. Yes. The red mist, and you don't know if he's going to snap and, like, Kirk out like that. Because he, as Tom says, has to play smarter. Because... Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate to bring up Brad Marchand, but same shit. Yeah. 
and arguably Marshawn's a more elite player than either of those. Mm, right. But he plays dirty. Everyone knows he plays dirty. But he plays smart dirty. But it's and smart dirty. dirty. So if Kaz is gonna Kaz Naz is gonna play dirty, <laughs> he's gotta play smarter. He's gotta play smarter. He can't cross check somebody in the face. Boy. Like we we want to support Nazem Kadri, but not when he does shit like that. We can't support that. Like we support Tom Wilson, but we can't support that. Exactly. Go Leafs. Go. Fuck you. <laughs> Get out of my house. No, I will not. Um, from my hi my. How's your bracket looking? Because mine is looking like I pulled my picks from a hat at this point. Mine too, pretty much. Um, I'm having a rough time on my Eastern Conference. Um, cause I actually may have picked the Islanders in one of mine. I'm a look. I picked the Islanders in mine, actually. So um, yours is not as bad as you think. But I also picked the Sharks. I picked the Islanders in this one, but I picked Tampa Bay. Shit. Also picked New York and Pittsburgh to go to seven, and I'm super disappointed. Oh, okay. I picked Tampa to, I, okay. So let me talk about this bracket. Yes, please. While I pull mine up. Uh, so this is my bracket for the Pucker Up podcast. I ha- obviously have more than one bracket. Oh, I don't. Um, I, I, have, have I have three because I have, I have one in Russian Machine, I have one in Pucker Up, and I have one at work. Mm. And um, so my bracket in the Eastern Conference is busted, and my Western Conference is probably going to bust because of uh, Vegas. I picked San Jose to go through, but um, so I, I picked, picked a San Jose Caps final. Why? Because I'm a dumbass. <laughs> like really? Yeah. All right. I picked... Okay, so here's what I did. I picked Tampa Bay over Columbus in four games. I picked I picked a sweep. I just picked the wrong team. Yeah, you did. So I got the games. I got ten points for that. Hey. Um, I picked Boston over Toronto because, as you know, I'm looking for a uh, Boston-Washington Eastern Conference final so I can see my mans. Mm. Um, I picked Washington over Carolina in six games. Mm. And I picked, I actually picked New York over Philly, or Philly, over Pittsburgh in seven games. So, I definitely wanted that to go a lot longer, but I did. I picked the Islanders over Pitt in six. I did pick the Islanders. So, Mm -hmm. I'm not as busted as I thought. I thought I'd pick Pittsburgh. I thought we were going to have to play Pittsburgh again. But truly, we've got to go through Barry. Got to slay the demons again, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now we have to go through Barry. That's fine. Um, I'm scared that... Nashville's really... No, I have Dallas in six against Nashville. But this is the bracket where I've got a Dallas-Colorado-Western Conference final. Oh. And I'm going to make all of my friends hate me, except for Katie. I have... Okay, so my Eastern Conference, I had Tampa in five. That did not work. I have um, Toronto in seven. Holy shit, we got one bold-ass person. On, in our playoff, Hot Carl. No. Hot Carl. But we never figured out who Hot Carl is. We don't we? know Hot Carl and my nemesis. My nemesis also picked Columbus, but they picked Pittsburgh. So Hot Carl, shout out to Hot Carl. In Whoever the bracket, you may be, reveal you yourself. May be. Who picked Columbus and New York to go through the first round? Wow! Holy shit, dude. Or dudette. Or yes, dude is yes. The non-gendered dude. I picked Caps in five. Um. And put them all the way through. I have a, a Caps-Leafs conference final. And then, in the West, I've got Colorado in six. The Sharks in five. Which I happen. do want to shit on Hot Carl for a second, though. Because they picked the Leafs to win the cup. 
Boo, hot Carl. Like, congratulations to them for picking um, Columbus and uh, New York in the first round, but they are the one bold motherfucker who picked Toronto. They're the ones that are going to throw shit in a dangle jar with me. That's what they're going to do. They are the one bold motherfucker who picked Toronto in our le- in our league. So we've got one person who picked Toronto, one person who picked Vegas. Um, we got a couple of avalanches. We got one person who picked Carolina, and their bracket's named "The Heart Wants What It Wants." Um. I feel you, dude. Somebody's got one named O Canada. I know who that is, and they've picked Calgary. We had uh, four people pick the Lightning, and they are fucked. We also had two avalanches, one jets. Which our top three are currently... Which is like two blues, one buff. Yeah, our top two, quote unquote, current current top three, we've got about 20 people tied for third. Mm. But um, what's the name of your bracket? Let's do the hockey. You and I are both tied for third, by the way. I have 10 points. <laughs> yeah, we have 10 points. Um, Hot Carl's in first at 20, and my nemesis is uh, in second at 13. And then about 10 people, 10, 15 people are tied for third, including unsolicited dick pics, uh, fly like a weagle, mm. puns and roses, mm. thigh of the tiger. That's Karen. Yeah. I was going to say pick with your heart. That's me. Pick with your eggplant, who is not me. Oh, Jesus. But I'm pretty sure. Sh- my. Uh, my bracket name in one of the other leagues is, um, uh, I have a bracket named Hearts In, Dicks Out. Hey. Which I'm pretty, which is busted. It's busted. Um, cause I picked, I picked Tampa Bay and I picked Pittsburgh. Oh. I picked Pittsburgh to sweep. I don't know why. Yipes. Wow. Let's see what my work one's doing. I also picked, I picked Tampa and uh, New York in my, in my work. Oh, I picked Winnipeg in five. I might be in trouble. I know we're really going through this. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Back on track, back on track. Yes. I could talk about brackets all day because I'm a fucking nerd. Our brackets are fucked. Our brackets are fucked. Um, next time, we will talk about the end of round one. Hopefully the Caps are moving on to round two. They better. Um, maybe we'll go take a good trip to Brooklyn. Look, I've been there before. It's right on the subway line. I know what hotel we can stay at, and there's a Shake Shack across the street. Because I believe it's at um, it's at Barclays. Yes. Because unfortunately, they're moving back to Barclays for the rest of the playoffs. I would really which like is to, go to the Coliseum in Nassau. I know. You can message us on Twitter at Pucker Up Podcast. You can email us at PuckerUpPod at gmail.com. And you can visit our website at PuckerUpHockey.com. We do have an Instagram now, which is at PuckerUpPod. Oh, cool. I posted one picture on it when we were in Raleigh. Yeah. Um, we have a Tumblr. It's Pucker Up Pod. Uh, um, we have a Patreon. The Patreon is patreon.com slash Pucker Up Podcast, where you can get weird videos of things like us eating salami and lens clips of Amy doing dances and saying weird things about brooms and a <laughs> video of, I don't know, the Washington Capitals skating around and not scoring any goals. Right. And... Uh, <laughs> uh, Peter Hassett's English Book Club. Yes. Which finally got posted after, like, two months. And then all kinds of other bonus content. If you sign up at uh, the $5 level, we'll send you some fun stuff in the mail. Please make sure to enter your address when you sign up, because otherwise, how can we send you some some fun stuff in the mail? 
Um, we have stickers. We have stickers. We have little cards that we'll send you. We have all kinds of stuff. We also, we actually have stickers that you can buy. You can go to our website and we have a sticker shop and you can buy our Thigh Lights Are For Everyone sticker or you can buy our logo sticker. All of these proceeds go back into making more cool stickers. And and more cool bonus stuff. And yeah. The time. more patrons we have, the more dumb shit we'll do. Right. Like me doing dances in the middle of God and everything. I regret to inform you all that Amy did do the Apache dance, uh, the, the Apache dance from the Fresh Prince to Apache last night in Raleigh, but unfortunately they put a graphic up over the screen, so you only get to see her sitting down when from I'm doing done. it. But if you did watch the... It's not long before they scored their physical. <laughs> so if you did watch the... Um, Cavs and Canes game, or if you want to go back and try and look for us, we are third, three rows from the glass. Um, on an aisle. On an aisle. In two white Cavs jerseys, looking kind of sullen. A little bit. <clears throat> we had a much better time than our faces looked like we did. That's true. We made our own fun. We did. We did a lot of dancing. We did a lot of... of and we had sweet gentlemen who sat behind us. They and were great. Every time the Cavs scored, they would... They would literally get out of their seats and come down and shake our hands or put their hands on our shoulders and say, we're really sorry. <laughs> One was a Caps fan who had moved to Carolina, so now he was a Canes fan, and he was super awesome. And the other guy was from Philly, who was a Canes fan. And boy, did the Philly pop out at one point, though. Yeah, it did. It came right out, and I was like, oh, I can tell. He goes, I'm from Philly, and I was like, I can tell. Yeah, we know from Philly. Then at one point, it got a little jersey, and he started yelling um, something about it had to deal with hurting Ovi. And um, I was like, oh, that's New Jersey. Yeah, that that's kill Ovi, but yeah. Kill Ovechkin is what they chanted in Jersey. That one did not take off. Lindsay, ye- Lindsay yelled at somebody when they did that, when we were there for the season opener. <laughs> the home opener, for Jersey's home opener. Um, yeah. So, Twitter, you can ask questions, you can send us weird shit, whatever. Email us weird shit visit our website sometimes we post fun stuff um we got the patreon and that's it that's it thanks for listening bye